You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 61, Educational Games. This is your manual to becoming the amazing homeschool mom you were called to be. All right, friends, welcome back. Hey, hey. Today we're talking about educational games how we like to use them in our homeschool, and some of our favorites. Yes, I feel like this is a perfect post for the summertime. Yeah, definitely. Megan does school all through the summer. Mm -hmm. I do a little bit, not as much. I think you do a lot more than you think you do, though. (laughs) I guess so. But but yeah, so this, this is a great thing to use in the summertime to keep kids learning in just a fun way. Yes. And I love to, because a lot of times with games, like if you don't even say like, we're doing an educational game or Mm -hmm. this is for school, like who wants to play a game? Let's play a math game. You know, if you put it that way, they're going to be like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I'd rather stare at the wall. But one of the cool Uh, things about games is that they'll be playing and learning at the same time and not necessarily know. Yeah. Um, I also love it for when my kids are needing some variety. Yeah, definitely. We do too. So um, we've amassed a pretty big collection of learning games over the years in our house. We have a closet that's just jam-packed full of different kinds of games that we use. And so I want to tell you some of our favorites, but um, just a couple of other things about about learning games that I love. Um, They can help to reinforce or practice skills that kids might be struggling with. Like, for instance, sometimes... Like if I have a child who's struggling with uh, multiplication, I'll pull out a game and we'll just you know practice a couple of facts and do it in a game sort of way. And that makes it more fun for them. And that is they do recognize their learning, but it takes away the stress and the pressure of the lesson that they may have been doing it in normally. And so sometimes just taking that pressure off and just saying, OK, today we're just doing a game for your math can make it a whole lot better for them. And um yeah, and we've even done things too where like, hey, instead of math today, we're going to do this bingo game mm-hmm. if everybody mm-hmm. can get their stuff done yeah. by a certain time. And then people are really motivated. So like maybe you have to go somewhere that day and you don't, you can't have them dragging their feet. So you're like, here's the deal. If you can get your school done by noon, then we will play a game, eat lunch, and then we'll go. Yeah. Right? Or you don't get to come and you have to do math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've done that as well. And another great thing about them is that they're more engaged in the learning process when they're playing it mm-hmm. and it just kind of helps them learn a little better sometimes than they would in just like worksheet format or something like that so so it's just a great way to yeah change things up have a little fun do something different but also kind of reinforce skills that they may be struggling in yeah definitely okay so do you want to break it up in categories or just um, some yeah of our let's favorite do that games? yeah okay um so math games You had a couple there that you like? I do. So our favorite one is actually a bingo game. Mm -hmm. And it is on one side, it is addition. And the other side, it is subtraction. Mm -hmm. So I would say I seven plus eight. And then they would do I 15. Right. Yeah. And so that one's really fun. And I usually like, um, we'll try to do some type of prize for the first person to get a bingo. And my prizes are lame, like hugs. Um, <laughs> like you get a pick this or something like that. So my prizes are super simple. That's how I roll. Um, and then we can do 
addition or subtraction, but we will do what different ways to make it more fun, like speed round or mm-hmm. stuff like that. Of mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm going to go as quick as I can. Let's see how quick you guys can keep up. Yeah. That's fun. So we have, um, I, I never know if you should be pronounced as blocus or blockus. I think I say blockus. We don't have it, but it's so fun. Know. So this is kind of more of like a shape geometry, like figuring out area kind of game. And my kids love this game. We play it a lot. It does not feel educational, but there's a lot of skills that they're learning as they play it like being able to tell like how much area they're covering and that's a really fun one I I say it different every time and everyone I've talked to says it different (laughs) so I'm not sure whatever you pronounce it B-L-O-K-U-S blocus blockus feels like blockus because they're blocks yeah but other people say it different ways so that one is one we love um Another math one that I just think is simple and fun is just grab a deck of cards and play math war with it. Oh, how do you do that? Um, I've never done that. So like you put two cards down, you can do it multiplication or addition. And, and then you see who has the highest number between those two. Like if they each put two cards down. Oh, okay. So like each player lays down two instead of just the one. Um, you could do it with a single if for little. Okay. So if too. you had a seven and a nine, you'd be like, I'm 63 right. and five and four would be 20. Yeah. Okay. And then they take the cards, whoever has the highest. Um, Can you ever answer. get war with it? Like, do you ever, does that ever um, Occasionally, happen? but it's a lot less often. Okay. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. That's a fun one. It's easy. Uh, we like, so there's a lady called Teaching Treasures and she has a whole pack of games that I've bought. And one of them is this monkey match that I am undefeated, the undefeated champion (laughs) still. I don't know how I work. My mind works so well with this, but it has this cute little board and it has the answers, right? Like, so 56, 20 or something like that, or the other way around. And then you have these little monkey cards that you have to put the puzzle in the match it right. Oh, okay. So as you put it on the right numbers, you are creating an image. Mm, And so you could totally try to cheat and just do the image, but you're super slow, Mm -hmm. right? And I've even given them like a 30 second head start or a minute head start, and I'm still undefeated. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a fun one that we've done is that monkey match. She has a bunch of different little board games, but that's one of our favorite ones of hers. Um, Another simple one is just dominoes. Um, This is great for younger kids that are still learning to um, count the dots and things like that. But when you're just matching up the numbers on the dominoes, it's just just really simple and fun. But pull those out for little kids that are counting and learning to count. And they have so much fun with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was thinking another game that you, they probably don't even realize they'd be learning math would be Monopoly. Yeah. And have them be the banker. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's painful, but <laughs> like, uh, it's really fun that they have to count their money or even if you're the banker, right. Or another big kid, but a little one not telling them how to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like, okay, you owe the bank a hundred dollars and they have to, if they don't have a hundred, they have to figure it out yeah. how to get to a hundred or right. whatever the dollar amount is. So that one's really fun. Any game with money in it and just allowing them to stumble over it. And like, instead of being intense, right. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, come on, come on, let's play. But just allowing them to figure it out and the math and, and yeah, all definitely. That good that's stuff. a good one. Um, there, you guys have probably heard of sequence, the game sequence. I don't know if you've played that, but there's a sequence numbers, and that's another you know number recognition and counting game that's great for younger learners that we like a lot too. And then another fun one, I didn't put it on my list, but it's called Some Swamp. S-U-M. Okay. Um, it's a really cute addition game that my kids have always liked since they were little. That's a fun one. And one more for math. I've got a lot here. Rat-a-tat-cat. 
<laughs> it's just a little card game, but it's like an addition number game that my kids enjoy playing. And that's another one that they, they'll play just normally, not mm -hmm. for learning, just because they think it's fun. So if you can find a good one like that, that they're just like, this is a fun game, let's play it. And they don't recognize that they're actually like working out math problems as they're doing it. That's a, that's a win. Yes. And we also have done math puzzles. Yeah. And I remember at our co-op, we had a mom who used to be a math teacher. Mm -hmm. And so she actually was the one who introduced this to my kids of getting them to think creatively and solve like a story problem with math. Oh, yeah. And it was a very different way to look at math numbers. And so we've mixed that in sometimes yeah, that's too. Yeah, cool. So on my website, I've got a lot of educational principal games. And some of the math ones that I have there, I have a really fun one called Make 10, which are just little triangles. And each triangle has a different number on it. And you have to find um, oh, cute. matching numbers or you can do sums like we do, like you have to add up to 10. So like you'd have to find a five and a five that match together or a seven and a three that match together. And it's a, it's a fun little puzzle game that we love to play. Um, it's been a super popular one over on my site. I have tons of, like, I have a fraction pizza game. I have um, a lot of different fraction puzzles and things that you can print over there, too. Uh, I like making math games. Mm -hmm. I think I've talked about this a lot in the past, about how math has never been my strongest yeah, or most favorite. Book. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why I started with just doing a lot of math things. So there's a lot of different math games that you can find and print from my site because that's one subject that I tried really hard to make more fun so that we could enjoy it more in our family. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and your book is an excellent source for math stuff too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so spelling. Spelling. Yeah. This so is this fun. is one I used to do spelling like as like these are our words for the week mm -hmm. and make it more organized. And then if you think about what spelling word you remember from growing up, I would imagine none. Yeah, like, no, I don't. Right? You, you don't <laughs> learn spelling really until you have to utilize it. Right. And my daughter and I were laughing about words we still don't know how to spell correctly. Mine is definitely. Oh, that's the one I always There's always words that pop up and I'm like, I'm really not sure. And that one, gorgeous, is a funny one that I've always that struggled with. Which isn't really that hard of a yeah. word. But it's one of those that I always stumble on. I've always been a good speller, but I have kids that are terrible spellers. Mm -hmm. So we do a lot of things to just kind of play with words to get them comfortable with yes. it. Yes. One of my favorite, so I have two favorites, but one, the first one is boggle. Yeah. Also undefeated champ. Just oh, saying. you're just a good game player, aren't you? <laughs> I love games. <laughs> no, I'm not undefeated in the other ones, but Boggle, I, Boggle's I good love one. it. Scrabble's another patterns. good one. It's just like a good basic learn to spell oh, word. Scrabble is good. Yeah, we like that one. And Bananagram. Yeah, I love that That game. one's really great because what I've done with little kids, because Bananagram, you have your little tiles of letters and you have to put it together like a crossword. Mm -hmm. Crossword, mm -hmm. right? But for my little kids, I allow them to keep them separate. Yeah. And say, like, if you can mix them together, that's great. But, like, if you can't, no worries. Mm -hmm. And then it's even fun to have a phone there and we'll ask, like, I have an Android, so you ask Google, like, is this a word? And so then they're constantly trying out new things and they'll be like, oh, this is a word and this is what it means. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, to, that's, that's fun. a really fun one for us. Um, I also have, I have two of them. They're called four-way games. There's four-way spell. And then the math one is four-way countdown. And they're fun. They're like a box shape and every, you get four players, everyone gets a side and they just have little like tabs that you flip down to either spell words or do math problems on. It's a really fun little game with like a little popper thing in the middle. And my kids love those. They're, they're cool little like wooden games. Yeah. So those are a lot of fun. Um, I also just do a lot of 
like we do spelling hopscotch or we'll go out in the backyard and spell with chalk or just anything to just sort of change up spelling. Yes. So that my kids don't feel like they're like stuck to just writing words on paper. And we don't do a whole lot of word memorization with my kids because, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I think because it's so hard for, it's my two boys that have always struggled with spelling. My girls seem to be just fine. It's funny. Oh, that's funny. But, um, and so I take that like pain point out and we just read and we stress not very much about spelling because I feel like as they read more, they gain a lot more and just kind of get better at it. Yeah. I've noticed that too. And then as you begin writing and mm-hmm. especially when you write on a computer and they start popping like the up spell those, checking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, that's not how yeah. you spell that. That's how I spelled it. Yeah. I had one who spelled everything phonetically correct. <laughs> and so it was very funny. Cause you're like, technically I can see why you would spell it that way. <laughs> that's funny. But welcome to the English language. Um, <laughs> and then on my site, I have a post. It's not all my content, but it's from like a collection of a lot of sites, but a hundred ways to make spelling fun. Oh, awesome. And so it's just all kinds of just different spelling, learning games and activities that you can do with kids. And I'll, I'll link that in the show notes but it's a really great resource to find just just fun activities to do with words for little kids yeah I've seen on your a post of yours too where you did it with an expo marker and glass yeah yeah yeah. we've done that and I've also done I like dominoes obviously but we take just our regular dominoes and just put a piece of painter's tape on it and we did rhyming word dominoes so you can find matches and you could do that with your spelling words or sight words or anything really and that's a really fun and simple way to just um, help them with reading or spelling. Okay. Now let's do writing games, which is funny. I never liked writing growing up and I write all the time now. (laughs) So this, um, this comes from teaching treasures as well. She, I bought her stuff and she has creative book ideas that are really fun. And I've done a co-op class with that, um, that are just like, one of them is silly where it has animals. So like you make a book mm-hmm. and you have three strips and then you can open them up independently. Oh, fun. So you have okay. a noun, a verb, and like an adverb or something. Mm-hmm. So like the lion danced joyfully. Okay. So then you can mix it up. So then you'd have a lion's head, like a cat body and dog feet. And you can mix up all those oh, things. Oh, that's fun. So that one's really cute. So her book, A Creative Book Ideas, And then one we've been doing a lot lately is her once upon a time story. And so it says once upon a time, there was a, and then you draw a card. Mm -hmm. So it's like a prince and more than anything, he wanted a, and so then you draw it like he wanted a family, but so it gives them kind of an outline Mm -hmm. of like a basic story outline is you have a character, something about them, what they want, the obstacle in the way, and how do they overcome it. So it's a really cute way that we we did it not too long ago on one of our just writing days we did as a group. And that's really fun. Really fun. I have a set of um, storytelling dice that I made once. We just got wooden cubes and wrote different words around it. So I had like, I think I had three of them where it's like a place, um, uh, like situation and I'm trying to remember it's been so long yeah. since we've used them but there were three different things on it and you would roll them and it would be like a, a clown in a park um, with a, an orange or I don't know yeah. I don't remember exactly and they'd have to like make up a story about the things that they rolled yeah and, and it was fun so we would do those like 
verbally or written, depending on the child and their mm-hmm. ability level and stuff. That was a really fun one that we loved. And we've also done choose your own adventure stories okay. where we make like strips of paper and we put them in different bowls with the same kind of thing where you'd like have different situations and different people. And, and then they would pick the three pieces of paper and then have to write a story about it. So that was a fun one also. Um, another thing along with writing, if you were doing grammar are Mad Libs. Oh yeah, yeah. Those are a lot of fun. Mad Libs are my favorite. Um, they are so silly and my kids always has potty humor involved in it. <laughs> and I think it's hilarious. It's so they continue to do it. But it's great to be like, now what's an adjective? And you're like, an adjective describes a noun. And they're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like tall, short, green, um, whatever, sweaty, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> the, those are really fun because the, they get a review a noun and a verb and, and all sorts of things like that. That sometimes adverbs are one that seem to be that people forget what an adverb is. Mm-hmm. So it's really great to be able to just make it fun and just like, oh, remember an adverb? I can give you the definition, but usually it's a word that ends in L-Y, right? Mm-hmm. Describes usually a verb, an adjective or another adverb. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so how did he walk? He quickly walked, right? Yeah. So that was fun too. Yeah, that's good. All right. Um, we have a lot of geography type games that we've enjoyed well a few we'd like to get geography puzzles mm-hmm. i love like the to puzzles. do different maps of different continents or states um different things like that that are a lot of fun um we also really enjoy ticket to ride have you ever played that? i've game? never played it it's so fun i love it and you can get it of like we have the united states one and then we have a europe one mm-hmm. and so you're learning the location of these countries or states and like major cities as you're playing this game and it's just a super fun game to begin with yeah but it's really teaching them about the map of the area as they play it's it's better for older kids okay but it's it's a really fun game and we've loved that we have another game called Great States. That's a U.S. state game, and we have the junior version, so it helps my youngest kids learn like the location of the states in the U.S., and that's a fun one also. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, I also have, this is not geography, but more, I guess, current events, a game that I made called Race to the White House, which is pertinent right now, but it's it, it teaches kids about the um, presidential election process, and it's a lot of fun that um, we've enjoyed playing that one. It's a good one to teach your kids right now as we're going through an election process as well. Yeah, you, you may not remember with oh, everything else everything going on else this year. On. I know. We'll see if it even happens. <laughs> I, well, know. I know. But, but yeah, there is that still in the background, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that is happening this year. It is. Uh, yeah, so I just think games are such a fun way to mix things up. And something as simple as like the puzzle, geography mm-hmm. puzzle that we do so uh, I don't know if I've talked about this, but we have been studying Africa since my husband has been traveling there yeah. a lot. So while I would read a book about David Livingstone, who was um, one of the first white people to kind of, what's the word, map Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so I could read the book and they would do the puzzle. Yeah. So it was something cool. good for them to do with their hands and then allow me to read about it. And then we could try to see if like, is this where he is or it's what country idea. would that be? Because like it'll that. talk about um, rivers. He he didn't find it, right? He was the, the first white man to see right. it, I guess. Right. Um, but so that was just really, it's just really fun to mix things up like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's a great idea. All right. So I have a few others. Yeah, let's science. Hear. Oh, yeah. I like science. Um, I've got kind of more like for actual board games you can buy 
probably you've all heard of snap circuits. It's not necessarily a board game, but a really cool educational tool that you can use to teach about like electrical currents. And that one, my kids just love it. Like they love to just pull that out on a regular day and just play with it. And it's so cool and fun. Um, another really neat one that we just got recently is called touring tumble. I haven't heard of that. It's so neat. It's like this, um, it's kind of teaching programming and coding, but without any technology. And okay. so they're setting up these coding systems that make a ball move through a pattern. Okay. It's a really, really fun game. And I have seen my kids sit and use it for like two hours at a time. Like they have so much fun with it. That they'll just sit there for hours playing with it. It's kind of an individual game that kids can get out or they could work in it together, but mostly my kids want to do it alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like a interactive thing as much, but it's really cool. And then another cool one is Gravity Maze. And this one where it, they'll pick a card and they have to figure out how to get a ball through a maze by using these different pieces. And it's it's another just really neat one of like critical thinking and stuff like that. Um, so that's an awesome one. And then for my own site, I don't know if I've mentioned the periodic table battleship game. I think I have here. Uh, yeah, we need to. This one made it to the Huffington Post, didn't it? It did, yeah. This was awesome. It's been fun. It's been featured on a lot of big sites, which is fun for me. Um, so that's a fun one or just like regular battleship, but you play it with periodic tables and, and I've totally used it for science yeah, classes. It's a lot of fun and kids love it. Just makes it fun way to learn about periodic table and learn the elements. And, um, yeah, yeah you know, what we did one year years ago when we did apologia, we don't do it anymore, but originally when we did, I had taken all the review questions mm -hmm. in the back and I made a game with it. Oh yeah. So that's what part of our battle of the brains, the science mm -hmm. questions are all from our old science books. That's and awesome. It's funny because the kids that are playing the game now never read those books. No. <laughs> so they don't know them as well. Probably. No, but like, so they get it every year and it'll be like, what's this part of the flower? What's a sepal? What's this on the epicotyl on a seed? And they're like, I don't know. And it's like, oh, that's right. That's hilarious. We need to study botany. <laughs> the big kids did. That's but so that's funny. fun. Like it's a silly game and it's funny how much they have remembered because they want to win Battle of the Brain so bad. Yeah. So if you haven't, we, did we do an episode? We did do we an did. episode on Battle of the Brain. I'll find what number it is and link it in the show notes. But she, she does a really fun thing at the end of the term every. Yeah. We just had it last two weeks ago, three yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. It was Josh is my current winner. So congratulations, oh, nice. Josh. Well done, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we there's so many, and I can link to even more of the ones I've created. Um, but games are just an awesome way to make your homeschool a much more fun atmosphere and to just change stuff up and have a day that's just full of fun. Once in a while, I'll just say, okay, today's a learning game day. And the kids just get so excited because mm -hmm. they can just pull out. We've got a big stash of them and they pull out those games and they just play together and have a fun day well, without and, pressure. And it's great too. I remember when mine were learning to count mm -hmm. that even playing sorry yeah, and they had to count five yeah. mm -hmm. or like, you know, I mean, it goes up to 12. And so they would have get to opportunity to practice counting. Yeah. And so even something as simple like, as anything, that. Like Candylander, you know, anything yes. like that where they're just learning those basic little skills are, are really good for the youngest ones too. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening in today and we yeah. will see you next week. All right. Have a good one. See you guys. Thank you for listening to Call to Homeschool. Be sure to subscribe and we'd love to hear your comments or questions. You can find all our show notes on calltohome.com.